The Emma Hayes era has begun for the U.S. women's national team. Well, sort of. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Backheeled Show. My name is Joe Lowry, and on this episode, we're diving into the U.S. women's national team ahead of two friendlies that they've got coming up against China over the next week. We'll talk about where things stand logistically with new manager Emma Hayes, and we'll go through some predictions of what I'm expecting from the U.S. under their new manager. We'll do all that in less than 10 minutes because here at Backyield, we believe that just because soccer games are 90 minutes long doesn't mean that soccer podcasts have to be. So let's get to it and talk USA. All right, so to start out, before we get to the predictions, a quick beat on where the United States is right now in regards to their manager. To go all the way back, we first reported here at Backyield that Emma Hayes was going to be the U.S.'s new coach. She has since been hired, as expected by U.S. Soccer, but is still coaching Chelsea in the WSL and will be in that post until May. This is all review. Now, she may travel back and forth across the Atlantic during international breaks, but the full extent of her involvement with the U.S. between now and the summer is still unknown. We know when U.S. Soccer said that she will take over for four games, two in June, two in July, before the Olympics in Paris begin next year. But beyond that, we don't know if Hayes is going to come back and forth across the Atlantic. Matt Crocker, U.S. Soccer Sporting Director, says that he's hopeful Hayes will come across the Atlantic for this game in Fort Lauderdale that's coming up on Saturday for the United States against China. But we still don't know what that's going to look like. Now, that being said, the Hayes era has begun, even if it hasn't begun in full. Twyla Kilgore, who's the U.S. interim manager right now, said that she and Emma Hayes collaborated on the roster for the United States women's national team for this December window. So Hayes is clearly making some decisions behind the scene and has input on these squads. So that means even if she's not there in person and she won't certainly be coaching the U.S. to close out 2023, even though she's not directly involved in the day-to-day, she is still making decisions, which means the Hayes era has begun even if it hasn't begun in full. So that's the backstory on the U.S. and the coaching side ahead of these friendlies against China. Now, looking forward, let's get some predictions going. Let's get our prediction hat on. Let's have some fun. What are things that I'm expecting to see from the United States under their manager, Emma Hayes? Not necessarily the tactical stuff. We had Kieran Doyle on the show, and I wrote an article for Backheel.com about this as well. But what we should expect tactically from the U.S. based on Hayes' time with Chelsea and the WSL. But what are some other things, players, tournament-wise, whatever else, that we can expect that I'm predicting for the U.S. over the years to come? Well, let's get through. I've got five up on Backheel.com. We'll get to three on this episode right now. The first one, prediction number one, at least five players will get their first caps before the Olympics. So at least five players are going to make their debuts between now, December, and the Olympics in Paris next summer. If I'm in Hayes, one of the very first things I'm working on in this new role is combing through every nook and cranny of the U.S. player pool. Even setting aside all the work that's done and that needs to be done at center back and questions in midfield and striker and all that stuff, and we'll have more on that for back later this week from Ariana Cascone. Even without all those questions, it's just the obvious place to start when you're trying to work from home your way through the next several months of a new job. So for Hayes, Coming through the rosters, coming through the tape, watching the footage, doing all that stuff is the most logical starting point when it comes to evaluating who she's going to be working with on the player side moving forward. 
Two players already got their first call-ups for the U.S.'s December friendlies. That's PSG central midfielder Corbin Albert, who's just 20 years old, and Gotham fullback slash midfielder slash who knows what role she's going to play for the U.S., Jenna Nightswanger. We're also waiting on Portland Thorns midfielder Olivia Moultrie to get her first cap. It seems likely that we'll get looks at those three players sooner rather than later. Toss in a new goalkeeper, and I think Katie Lund should be. That's racing Louisville goalkeeper Katie Lund. She should be getting a look here before too long. And another option at center back and maybe another young player like Lily Johannes, who's been playing very well for Ajax in the league and in the Champions League. Toss in all those players and you've got at least five players making a debut between now and the Paris Olympics. Hayes is going to start churning through players. She doesn't have allegiance to anyone that's currently in the pool in any real way. These are the kinds of things we're going to start seeing the U.S. do. Churning, looking for new options. It's time to move towards a new era. Moving on to the next prediction that I've got for the Emma Hayes era, it's that Alex Morgan is going to hang up her boots probably a little bit quicker than anybody would guess. Now, we had a couple of send-off games recently for U.S. Women's National Team legends and Megan Rapinoe and Julie Ertz. Alex Morgan, I think, will get her own before too long, and that's because she's dropped off in a big way. She dropped off for the the San Diego Wave last year in the NWSL, scoring half as many non-penalty goals in 2023 as she did in 2022. Her expected goals dipped as well, despite playing a little bit more on the field, and she's not in this December squad. Now, it's impossible to read too much into that choice from Emma Hayes slash Tyler Kilgore or Hagor. I don't know what we're doing with that portmanteau. It's impossible to read too much into that because Crystal Dunn is not in camp, and it seems probable to me that Dunn still has the edge on anybody else in the left-back spot going forward. So I don't think this is really Alex Morgan already being tossed aside. I think she's going to be back in camp at some point. But I think she's going to be phased out. And I'd bet on that happening sooner rather than later. Sophia Smith is ready to be the starting number nine. Mia Fischel has real promise in that spot as well. Kat Macario, when she comes back, can play as a false nine. These players are going to really challenge for that role. And I think they're ready to take it. I think all three are probably better options today, assuming Kat Macario was healthy. Probably better options today than Alex Morgan. We're going to see some change in the number nine spot. And that's going to look like Morgan being phased out before too much more time passes at 34 years old. Finally, to close out this episode, let's look forward to Paris in 2024, where I'm predicting that the U.S. will not win the Olympics. I know coming off of not winning the World Cup, that doesn't sound like the hottest take or the spiciest prediction ever, but I do think it's an interesting conversation right now about what U.S. soccer is prioritizing and what things they're not. The U.S., when they hired Emma Hayes, knowing that she wouldn't be released from her agreement with Chelsea until the end of their club campaign, when they did that, they implicitly acknowledged that the U.S. women's national team won't be going all out of the Olympics because you literally cannot go all out in terms of your preparation when you make a decision to hire a coach that is only going to be around for four games at minimum, but potentially four games at maximum, before heading off to the Olympics in Paris next summer. The U.S. are still going to have a chance to win this tournament. Of course they are, right? Almost any combo of players they can put on the field together, realistically, is going to be good enough to play at least with the rest of the global elite. Tactically, though, and culturally, the U.S. will only just be starting to gel by the time Paris comes around. Hayes is just going to be getting her first taste of action, odds are, with this team. They're probably not going to reach their peak until well after next summer. And that's why I say they're not going to win the Olympics. Not because they're not good enough. They were good enough to win the World Cup. They didn't maximize their chances of winning the World Cup under Vlad Kwendinovsky. But they were good enough to do so, and they were certainly good enough to win the Olympics. But when you go out and make the decision that U.S. soccer did, trading an increased chance of short-term success for what U.S. soccer believes is an increased chance at long-term success, this is the decision that you have to live with. This is the result that you will likely have to live with. 
That being said, I'm not trying to heap blame on U.S. soccer. I think that trade-off, if you believe that Emma Hayes is the right candidate, that trade-off is worth it. With the very real possibility that Hayes is going to be leading you not just at the 2027 World Cup, but beyond the 2027 World Cup, it is much more important to build towards the future and to set up a sustainable pathway of success inside of U.S. soccer and outside of U.S. soccer. It's more important to do that stuff than it is to settle for what you believe is an inferior candidate to then go for Broken Paris, a tournament that you have a chance at regardless, might as well maximize the future. So I'm saying the U.S. won't win the Olympics next year, but while they're in Paris, you can bet that they will be inching closer to their final form under new manager Emma Hayes. All right, folks, that is it for this episode of the Backheel Show. Go check out the rest of my USWNT predictions on Backheel.com. Tons of other good stuff there as well. For now, that is all we've got. We'll be back again on Thursday with some MLS chat. Thank you.